Hello, and welcome to Guilty Pleasure, the podcast that celebrates, elaborates, and experiences our odd interests. I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Ray Bell. And today's guest was the creator of me, <laughs> my mom, Barbara. Guys, uh, it was... You know her from me. Yeah. She <laughs> she made Jackie, she you know, with a little help, you know. From doctors. I might, yeah. yeah, my birth was actually pretty complicated, but oh we don't gosh. have to get into that right now. No, we, she killed it. She did a great job. She did a great you. job. Bang up job. Um, And we talked about 60s and 70s rock and roll. Uh, which was wonderful. It was a privilege. It was a pleasure because my mom has some great taste in music and she's lovely. And she knows what she's, she's talking good. about. She knows what she's uh, talking about. And it was great. And it was also, it was also our birthday episode. This is our 52nd episode. And we were so excited to have um, someone who has given birth to one of us um, on the birthday of our podcast. podcast. And that, maybe that may, is indicative of when your mom has to come on. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure we'll out, figure out, we'll the, get her on. We'll get her on. We'll get Chrissy here. Um, but yeah, it was a great episode. Um, and I think you guys will really enjoy it. We kind of so go back. We talk about some really cool stuff. And um, if you like what you're hearing, um, find us on Facebook or Instagram or email mm-hmm. us at guiltypleasurepodcast at gmail.com. Also, I mean, it's our birthday. So if you haven't given us a five-star iTunes review yet, uh, Do I mean, it now this is the birthday. time. This Let us know it. what your favorite song that we play today is. We ha- play three songs during our GP IRL that I think you guys will like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Do we want to say anything else? Do we get uh, everything? I think we got everything. I just want to say um, a happy birthday. Thank you. Thanks yeah, thank listening. you very much, guys, for listening. This has been great. And we're going to keep doing this for as long as we can. Yeah, woo-woo. Thank you, guys. Thank you. for traveling 3,000 miles just to be here. <laughs> just to be here. Just for this interview and then you're, we're going to put you on a plane. We're going to pack you up really nice and neat and send you on your way. Her rider was very expensive. It was. We had to fly her first class out from JetBlue. And there all she wants is like blue M&Ms, which is very difficult <laughs> to just get blue M&Ms. But we made it happen. Yes, she did. Thank <laughs> you. I'm very all, psyched to have All you. white couches. This is also um, our 52nd episode. So, Look which means that we've been doing this for a year. One whole year. So this is our birthday episode. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank for, you. Thank you. There and you also go. thank you for giving birth to Jackie because we love her. So do we. Yeah. You're welcome. You did a you did a pretty bang up job with this one. Thanks. She's pretty much the best. Oh, uh, keep going. Uh, Jackie's <laughs> keep like, going. <laughs> we love her. She's all right, I guess. Uh, so we are here to talk about your guilty pleasure, which yes. is... 60s and 70s rock. Yay! Yay! I'm so excited about this topic because 60s and 70s rock is uh, one of my um, personal passions. And I'm so excited to hear your thoughts for sure. Great. Uh, And I think before we get into this, I think it should also be said that I think I I, I credit my eclectic and diverse (laughs) music taste to my mom, who was always very much into music since I was a kid. And I have very um, vivid memories of listening to music in my mom's old Lincoln that smelled like... Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> whenever whenever I hear Steve Earle's Guitar Town, I can smell the interior of your Lincoln. Oh, wow. Was it a good smell? 
Uh, it was it was a hot. What car. did we have? Did we? Have, I guess a, we had a cassette player in the Lincoln, right? We had to have a cassette player. We had to because that was yeah that that Lincoln when when your grandfather got that Lincoln, it had you know everything. So it must have been cassette time. Yeah, but I remember you playing that. I remember you really being into Steve Earle when I was in like second grade because I remember when I got my first Walkman. For my first Holy Communion. Oh my God, that's what you got. That's what I got. That's a mm-hmm. dope ass gift for your first. Here's here's the body of Christ, and also here's, here's the here's here's, here's your, your headset. Walkman. Here's how you can listen to the devil's no, tunes. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> here's the devil's music, and God be with you. I don't even remember that you got a Walkman I, as a communion. Opie gift. gave me. My grandfather gave oh, me a, okay. a Walkman, and I remember I listened. I didn't have any CDs, and I remember my first four CDs. I had Leanne Rhymes, and then I had um, Blue. Blue, of, of course, course. Uh, of course. And then I had your Steve Earle um, albums that I used to play because you played them all the time, and I just I liked that music. Okay, look at that. Who I didn't remember? For I don't know who Steve Earle is by name. You, if you've watched uh, Trem, Trem, Treme, Treme, and I think he was on. He was on another. Um, he was on the Wire. The Wire. He played yes. a. He played a. He played a, uh, an addict on the Wire. Great. But he's a he's a country star who my parents were really into in got the uh, in the mid nineties, and then you didn't like him so much as he got older. <laughs> oh, I still enjoy him, but I prefer his earlier and mid career. Is uh, he from so. the sixties and seventies? No, or, okay. no, no, he would be beyond. Well, I think he like might 90s? have come out in the seven. He came out around the same time as Bruce Springsteen, but um, careers took very different trajectories mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so why don't you tell us a little bit about your music taste when you were in high school and you know some of the bands that you really liked you want to go to high school or you want to go back when i first started being interested in music let's, let's, actually, let's, let's go, go back from the beginning yeah, okay. okay i can remember <laughs> the beatles when i was six years old yeah. for christmas that year i got a hard day's night lp oh my gosh yes that gets me i'm like really excited i feel like <laughs> in a candy store right now okay continue but i had let's see i had my aunt who was 12 years older than me she was more into folk music like peter paul and mary Mm -hmm. and things like that and then the cousins were um they would listen to motown and the four seasons and things like that so i liked all that and especially the beatles and I was like such a little kid. I had a Beatles lunchbox. That's in my childhood room still. She, the thermos. The, the thermos. thermos. Because I was, I didn't, I was so silly. I didn't. You didn't know what together. you had. Yes. So we still have the thermos. I had a Beatles wallet. And um, yeah, it was just like great. I mean, they were so, I was telling Jackie that when I was in grammar school, when the Beatles would release a new record, people would just go out and buy it. Not yeah. even knowing the name of it, not having heard it. It was just um, nothing like that. I can't recall any other artists that have enjoyed that kind of um, devotion. Yeah. Well, they were, uh, and obviously I wasn't not there for this, but I'm assuming that they really were a different sound. Um, Oh, yeah. Like every album, I mean, even when you look at the catalog, every album is so unique, but very much them and turning what you thought was music on its ear every yes, every album. That's a great way to describe it. Early Beatles was very they were very influenced by American artists. Like yeah. Beverly Brothers, mm-hmm. um, Chuck Berry. Um, I can't remember them all. But then sometimes people would get resentful when they changed too much as oh, they yeah. progressed and like explored 
I like the White Acid. Album, the Abbey yeah. Road. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When they started, when they grew up, people, so not yeah, everyone, like not Soul. everyone appreciated it. Yeah, Rubber Soul's a great album. Oh, isn't that so yeah. good? Yeah. My favorite, my personal favorite Beatles album is Revolver. Though, Ooh, that's Revolver an interesting a, choice. Thank you. Um, I have a, I could discovered the Beatles in a very awkward way. Uh, we can get into that later. How did you discover the Beatles? Yeah. Well, Tell us. Okay. So. <laughs> Oh, well, so, I'm sorry. You didn't want to tell the story? No, I'm putting no, you on the no. spot. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, so originally my dad sat me down and and I was very familiar with like Paul McCartney and, and George Harrison. Like I knew of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that and, George Harrison's uh, your favorite Beatle. Yes. He's mm-hmm. my favorite Beatle too. Oh, see that? So good. Um, so I, I knew of the Beatles and my dad had previously sat me down and was like, this is the Beatles. The, it, they changed everything let's listen and i was like all right cool um but when i was in sixth grade uh i was reading um it was i'll set the scene it was sixth grade titanic had just come out <laughs> leonardo dicaprio was on every team beat and Obviously. Um, i owned all of them and had like his posters on my wall like very into i had a titanic very, poster yeah on my wall. i mean like oof like like come on guys right next to a jurassic park poster damn right you're the coolest person (laughs) i know i was not that cool um so i read in a teen beat that uh leonardo dicaprio was into the beatles like that was like one of his they were like who's your favorite band he's like the beatles so as soon as i read that i'm like i have a beatles cd i i yeah let's okay like if i ever meet him and if i want a shot with this guy i'm definitely gonna have to know the beatles so i went downstairs to the basement i picked the first cd and it was revolver and then i put it on and then i stopped liking leonardo dicaprio and i got really into music and i was just like oh this is where i'm supposed to be like this is this is it and i like put on my rainbow light bulb that i got from deb from the mall and i like was a hippie ever since i was like all right the psychedelic music is dope so that's thank thanks. you Leonardo DiCaprio. Thank you, Leo. Thank you, Titan. <gasps> really, thanks to James Cameron, who really skyrocketed Leo's really, career. Really helped. I mean, we can go back and back. We can but... go back and back. Thanks to James Cameron's mom. You know, mom, you like the Beatles, uh, the early Beatles more. Do you? Yeah. Do you prefer I'm... like boy band beat, like the mm, like the, it the depend- Fab Four? It depends on what kind of mood I'm in. I I, I appreciate them throughout their career, mm-hmm. but um, the early stuff I've recently started listening to again, and it's so good. Yeah. 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 You were saying incredible. that I follow the sun. Uh, I'll follow the sun. Oh, as your on favorite. Beatles '65, you have that album in a frame at your apartment. And I, I do. Was looking at it, I was saying which Beatles songs that I really, really like, and it's like that one is great. If it comes on, you know, Pandora or iHeartRadio, it's like, yeah. oh, this is on. How great that they're playing this. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a deep cut. I feel like it that's is. not like uh, the mo- like that's not what you'd necessarily always you know, uh, hear. Last week they were doing a fundraising on Channel Thirteen back in New York public <laughs> public television, and they show the greatest shows when they're raising money. But then you never see these shows again when they're not raising money. Bastards, right? <laughs> so they had a special about the Everly Brothers. Oh, and it yeah. was really, really interesting. And they were mentioning how the Beatles were so influenced by them and how they sought to replicate their harmonies, but how difficult it was because the Everly Brothers had the DNA thing going, that mm-hmm. advantage. So some of the things like Please Please Me, um, that was the Beatles doing the Everly Brothers. So like, so I was like interested in listening to that. It depends. Like if somebody's in the news or if I hear something or something reminds me that may bring me to a certain time in, 
an artist's career that yeah. then I'm interested in again. Yeah. And when they, it's so ex- expansive, like the Beatles, and mm-hmm. then you can go into, you can go into Paul McCartney's, um, catalog or or you don't like Paul McCartney well, no, at all I, I <laughs> would gave, say that's she, probably she stuck her tongue out guys no no and no, gave no, a no. thumbs down Let's to say, Paul McCartney say, I have I have a <laughs> the wings period the wings let, let, is the not wings no. period that's the only I, thing I'm talking about yeah no yeah. The, wings the McCartney is, album was great that, just, that's the one wing. of my favorite and albums I of all time saw Paul McCartney and wings live yeah and it was probably one concert that I wasn't really excited I was excited in a way um, someone invited me to go with them on a date. And so like, uh, Oh, what are we going to go see? We're going to go see, I got tickets for Paul McCartney <laughs> wings. I'm like, Oh, but I was like, well, I'm getting to see a Beatle. Yeah. So that was yeah. great. And he did come out and play a few Beatles songs, Blackbird yesterday. Yeah. Things that he, he soloed. It was really, really good. But to hear that, I had to be at a Wings concert. Sure. So, okay. I don't really sure. want to trash it's okay, Wings, but, but I will say not my uh, favorites. The McCartney album is his first album after the Beatles. Right. And that is by yes. far one of my favorite albums of all time. Yes. I, that out, I, I am currently in that album that I listen to that mm-hmm. album almost every day right now, which is wild that you brought it up. See that? Look so it. I think that's actually a really interesting point because my mom has seen some pretty dope people live. I want to know. I want to know. I want you to tell Amanda right now about the the college concert that you went to that we talked about yesterday where you were in the folding chair. That I was in the folding chair. Oh my gosh, Jackie, you have to remind me. I said, I haven't been sleeping well. In (laughs) summer, in summer, oh, oh, Okay. 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 So I went to a community college. Okay. Okay. New Jersey. New Jersey. So I'm a freshman at community college, which was 13th grade. And um, (laughs) I met, I was introduced to somebody there who was involved in one of the clubs or something and hospitality. And she's like, oh, come on, guys. We have, we have somebody, we have a, you know, musician's going to come. Come on, come on, come on. And I was like, no, 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 I'm leaving. Because community college, you came to class, you hung out a little bit, you left. You went to a bar, you had lunch, you shot pool. You know, and that was it. It's like no hanging you had around. A cool no hanging around. Experience uh, hardly, I did. hardly. <laughs> I did not hang out with anybody. I sat um, in my room a lot. <laughs> so she's like, "No, no, no! Come, come, come! You've got to hear this person." So who is it? It's Billy Joel. Holy shit! Thank you. 1975. I was so not interested. No, no. So not I love interested. Billy Joel there was so Billy much. Joel. I love at a, so at a baby grand piano. Oh my god! In one of the, you know, rooms, it wasn't the auditorium, it was like a music room. And I'm sitting uh, probably with Nancy yeah, in folding chairs in the front row. Like, oh okay, how God. long do we have to hang out before Barbara, we can get out? And Amanda, right and I now. can't believe, and I just was not into it. What? But, totally not into it. I was, he was not, he was not, that was not the music I was into. What? And so you we were like, knew. okay, so we you left. Knew. You and you left. But I must say, I do, I appreciate, enjoy, and admire Billy Joel for the staying power that he has. And I do. But at that time, it was just Fair. not, just not. Hall and Oates was right. also at my school, too. And you didn't like I that I didn't. Either. I wasn't You're really. me bad. But it wasn't this weird, like, why are these people ended up at Somerset County College? In 1975. Okay. You know what? I don't know. My sister one time in her was, high school got, that was a good one. I, for, I'm a little upset with you right now, and I don't know how I'm going to handle it. Um. My my sister in high school in Allentown, Pennsylvania, saw um, the Backstreet Boys. In they, and, and they like were doing a tour before they got famous and they booed them off the stage because it was <gasps> the 90s and they're all like 
brought flannel to school to their Catholic school. Oh my God. So it was like a terrible time. But, and also like I was very much against boy bands. My sister was against boy bands. I was against boy bands. I mean, like I was listening to Zeppelin in eighth grade. I was like, fuck boy bands. But um, ironically enough, they're bands with boys in them, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my sister had a similar thing with the Backstreet Boys where like See so that? many people would be like, Jillian, what is wrong with you? But sometimes if you don't, know the music or it's it's not, before they hit it's like it's it doesn't just make not sense. on your radar it's not on your radar it's not what you're interested in totally so i get i i guess i i guess i get it okay <laughs> but fast forward many years later when uh they when billy joel did the um concerts at shea stadium yeah. before they demolished it we live across this you know we walk we don't live far from there so i was like okay these concerts are going on they're also they're all sold out it's crazy yeah. oh no no back up back up all these people are in flushing meadow park it's like something's going on what's going we live, on oh, we grew up i grew up across the street from flushing meadow park which yeah. is for anyone who knows a famous New York icons is where the the they played the tent World's Fair. Uh, it's the Big Globe. It's where they do tennis. It's U.S. Where, Open. Yeah. US yeah, yeah, Open. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so they were having this con the concerts because they they were knocking down the old Shea Stadium. So I'm in the park. I don't know if I was running. I, I don't know how long ago it was. We didn't have the dog yet. So I stop and I ask one of the cops that they're directing traffic. I'm like, "What's going on?" And she was Hispanic, and she's saying. Billy Joe, Billy Joe. I'm like, Green Day is here? I love that you knew that. I was Thank you. Well, that's because she was obsessed with Green obsessed. Day. I said, I said, Green Day is here? She goes, no, Billy Joe, you know, Uptown Girl. I'm like, oh. You know. Okay. <laughs> so I go back home and I tell my husband, hey, come on, you know, let, we could take a walk into the park tonight and like stand outside and listen. Aww. So we did. We did. Was it fun? It was good. He sounded great. He sounds so great. I saw him he a did. couple of months ago and he sounded so freaking good. I was yeah. so impressed. Yeah, that so like he's way to go with your vocal health, Billy. You way know what I mean? to go. Way to go. That's really so great. You did not like Billy Joel when you were in college, right? In the seventies. That's but what, fair. What music did you like? What were so? So we had the Beatles for you as as a little girl as growing up. As growing up. So where did that take you? Where did the Beatles take me? The Beatles took me. Um, where is it popping? You know, one thing that pops into my head is the Grateful Dead. I am not a deadhead. Let me preface that, <laughs> but I knew a lot of them, and I did go to Grateful Dead shows. Are they? But what was interesting about the Grateful Dead is that they did covers of other people, and oh. then like that's where I got into digging through the surface of an album and then saying, okay, well, who did that, or who wrote that, or who did this originally, and then learning about other musicians and bands. So oh I have gosh. to thank the Grateful Dead for that. Thanks, was Grateful the, Dead. Was the Grateful Dead the one who introduced you to Graham Parsons? In a very roundabout way, yes. Because I want you to talk about Graham Parsons because yeah. you yeah. love Graham Parsons. Oh, I love the Graham Parsons. has such a great <laughs> I voice. Was, I was not familiar with him and I actually listened to the song that you suggested. And um, he actually sounds a lot like George Harrison to me. Really, his vo his vo the quality of his voice. That's interesting. Has like the song that we'll play. It, it at first I was like, gosh, this sounds like a very um, country style, mm -hmm. but with like a George Harrison quality to his voice. That is very interesting because George. I always loved the George Harrison lead vocals on the Beatles. Me too. And then when I first heard Graham Parsons, I, I really like this. And then I found, I said, oh, I, have to, I have to see this person whenever he comes around. I have to go to this concert. And then I found he was dead. Oh no, and did he die? Real, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, well, you talk talk a little bit more about your Graham Parsons fan. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll like, 
talk about? About the music? You want me to just like how you found him? How I found um, him. A oh. lot of people don't. I feel like he's not as well. He known. is so. I was watching. Okay, last night in my not being able to sleep because of the time change. Um, I was on um, Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and I was just digging into all of these music documentaries and things, yeah. and I was, um, I got something about him, and it was like Rolling Stone magazine named him one of the hundred. He was with he was in the list of the hundred most influential artists of all time, but many people don't know who he is. Yeah. Um, I think the first one I heard from him was that Sleepless Nights album that I brought for you. Mm-hmm. His oh. um, duets with Emmylou Harris are beautiful. Yeah. And these this album is mostly country covers, but they cool. just sang so well together. Yeah. And um, yes, this we is have some the, vinyl. We have some. We, we have, have some. Vinyl. Look at that coat. Yeah, <laughs> I think so I have this, guys. This look album at that coat is with my coat. Um, Graham Parsons and the Flying Burrito, Burrito Brothers, Brothers Sleepless mm-hmm. Nights. So you found him. Wow. So how did you find him exactly? How did you find out who he was before the internet age? There's the burrito bu- brothers in the back. Hey guys, you know I just had to have heard him somewhere or something. Maybe listening to you know WNEWFM back when you know you had to listen to the radio to hear things and learn about new things. And somehow I probably, like I said, probably through the Grateful Dead. It was the Grateful Dead, New Riders of the Purple Sage, um, Poco. Souther Hildman and Fury, a lot of these people were all like in and out of their own, um, each other's, you know, um, albums and things. And also he was also friends with Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones. And he influenced Sticky Fingers, Wild Horses and Brown Sugar. Oh, two um, of, two yeah. ex- yeah. And, um, but yeah, I got, I found, you know what? You used to go to the record store and just browse the bins. Yeah. And I think that's how I ended up with this album was browsing the bins. Oh, Grand Parsons, the Flying Burrito Brothers. Bang. Let me, um, let's take a listen. Take a listen. And you can see there's the BV on the top corner. Just yes. those, so you know, it's barbs. Those I were like my it. initials. You had to mark your albums, especially when you lived with roommates <clears> in college, <throat> or else they would walk sometimes at parties. Mm. People did that. That's so rude. Concert then, t-shirts too. Really? Like some, <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah, they went into your stuff. like drawers and some stuff. Some people did. Believe it or not, when you had like a big house party, people it's like, okay, what happened to my like Grateful Dead V-neck shirt? Because <sighs> the V-necks were not not common. And it's like somebody's got it. And someday I'm going to see somebody wearing it and know who took it. I hate that. Uh, but the people you sometimes would steal your albums, but leave your album covers. <gasps> so you wouldn't That's know your album worse. was gone until you went to play and it was empty. Oh my God. Well, we're, okay. Here's the thing though. So you're at a house party. You're flipping through somebody's records. Records are not something you easily can, can conceal. Right? Like where did they put this Who record? knows? Who knows? I was never a record thief. Yeah. Good. Which, did you somebody... have any records stolen from you? I did. I did. I can't remember like which ones, but I know there. I did have some empty sleeves somewhere. Em- so empty rude. vinyl, uh, vinyl covers. That's what they are. Album covers. Yeah. So what? Um. So what are some other like when you go to the from the sixties to the seventies? Is there anybody else um, that you found um, really influential to your musical taste, or like somebody who really opened you up mm. to something new? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Oh, Let me think, think, think. I ask the hard hitting um, questions here on Guilty Pleasure. Uh. You do. <laughs> we haven't even talked about Bruce Springsteen yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could, I mean, like, if that's well, a big, if that's a that big was one, a big let's one. Go into um, it. Also, let's I think Leonard Skinner was another one, too. Yeah. I was waiting to see them live and then their plane crashed. 
Oh, and, didn't uh, somebody die? They were, Wasn't there a, a dead story? There's well, somebody. Oh, oh, we were going back to Graham Parsons. Yeah, you got engaged at Joshua Tree. I did. Correct? You know so much okay. about me. Well, she also listens to the podcast. Too. I listen to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, okay, so Graham Parsons <clears throat> died. Twenty seven. 26, oh, 27. Really? Yep. September 19th, 1974. I think they said we looked it up um, of a, of a apparent drug overdose. And he was staying at the Joshua tree in room number eight. Oh shit. And shortly before that, someone that he knew was, uh, had been killed in a car accident. And then, and he told his manager that when he, if he died, he did not want to have that kind of funeral that kind of mess. So he died not too long after that. So his body was going to be shipped back east to his family in like Louisiana or something. Down south somewhere. So his friend concocted this scheme at the time it worked and uh, went to the airport and talked the, the, the people there into releasing the body to him saying the family made other arrangements for it to be flown back home and that he was the person in charge. He took his casket with his body out to Joshua Tree to cap rock, doused it with gasoline and set it on fire. That's how I want to go. Noted. But done. Yeah. That's just, <laughs> so, yeah. do that. Oh, my God. And then later you said Keith Richards approached Graham Parsons' manager. And what did he say? He, he said, thank you. I heard you took care of our friend. Oh, Isn't that cool? That's so cool. I feel like you don't have that kind of mysticism around like artists no, anymore. No, I think no. that's, you're right. I think that is missing. Back when I was young, Young, you know, you heard about people who hung out with one another, and like, sh- well, people still show up at each other's shows, but um, yeah, I, I think it's more definitely more business oriented oh, now. Oh, for sure, for sure, it's very rare that you get to hear stories like that now, or like, or just um, like the brotherhood of it, you uh, know, for sure, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Because yeah. we also have two Bruce Springsteen albums. Oh, you, yes, I do. love that you guys brought pro- props. Listen to me. Oh, my God. Such a theater nerd. <laughs> that you brought things. We have the river. <laughs> Look at him. Is, he's we, so brooding. He's, he's so, so brooding. brooding. And then. And he's very, very young. Oh, I also brought the giant ranger. Yes. Ooh, and then, of I course, we got, uh, we got Born to Run. I mean, he's so hot. BV. <laughs> There it is. Yeah. Now I am not a big Bruce Springsteen fan. I I was never really introduced to him. Um, it my aunt listened to him, and we would be in the car, and she'd listen to one album from the beginning, and then we would listen to the same like three songs, and then we'd be at our school. Do you remember which one it was? I don't know, but there is definitely one. And I don't like this song. And maybe I can give it a second try. Maybe not, though, because I have some, like, anxiety about it. But it's, like, one, and he's singing this song, and he's mumbling it, which is most of them. But um, <laughs> he's singing about Candy and, like, they Oh, in Candy's in- room. Yeah, I didn't like oh, that Oh, she's one. probably talking about Darkness on the Edge of Town. Yeah, I didn't like that, that song. That's a pretty... Um- that's a darker record. Yeah. But it's got some upbeat So It's got Cadillac Ranch on it. Um ramrod it's got some <laughs> you know upbeat. yeah yeah i've got that album too but i can only bring so many in the suitcase sure yeah um but that's like all i really knew i like i knew 
like the the pop hits that were played on the radio and then i remember the candy's room i was like i can't listen to candy's room anymore i don't want to <laughs> bruce springsteen actually influenced a lot of the musicians that i like now like yeah. he frank turner covers thunder road and born to run like <laughs> all the time i've seen frank turner do Th- thunder road live twice i'd love to hear that or i'll share I didn't it with know you frank turner covered thunder road and then um brian fallon of the gaslight anthem who we've talked about mm-hmm. on our episode with christina pup um Big Bruce, he's also from Jersey. Big Bruce Springsteen. I feel like Bruce Springsteen uh, kind of set the stage for a lot of the rock kind of punk bands that I listen to now, huh. because of his like story, his song, his lyrics, his lyric ability, and his songwriting. Oh yeah, the, the greetings from Asbury Park. His first, yeah. his first album. It, it's it's you listen to the lyrics on those songs. Like it's excellent. Yes, yeah. most. I shouldn't say most. Um, it it didn't get. It didn't get the airplay, even on FM album-oriented radio back then, because some of the songs were so long. Yeah. But they're so good. Like, it, it just What I find amazing is that he's an ordinary guy from New Jersey, and yet his people feel like he's writing about them. Mm-hmm. And people in Rome and people in Argentina who don't know about the Jersey Shore and the Turnpike and the Parkway and the... the, the um, um, Back where where I grew up, with all the gas tanks and everything. Oh yeah, and um, Elizabeth or Lyndon? Yeah, Elizabeth and Lyndon. Um, people, f- even people all over the world, feel like he's speaking about them and to them. Which is, you think about, that's incredible. Yeah. So. Um, oh, yeah. you're making me like. You have to go back. Dig and it. You should. You should start from the beginning. Greetings from Asbury Park, yeah. and, and go in progression. Okay. You know, because he's had a very long career. His his more recent things are you know different, because he's all he's different too. He's older. Yeah. Is you know he's lived a life. He's had other experiences, but it was his his early his early stuff was just wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I enjoy it. Thunder Road is probably my all time favorite song. Yeah. Every time I hear it, I'm just so happy. I it's hear a good it. one. It is. It's a good one. It is. I was listening to it earlier today, and I was, I, well, I'm my my fiance Max knows like I'm not a big Bruce Springsteen fan. I, it's not that I don't like him. I just never got into him. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, sure. I just, that I'm makes like, total sense. I get it. Like I'm I'm all about it. Like to each his own. Um, but I, we were listening to it, and I was like, oh yeah, I like this. It's and a he, great song. And he looked at me like he was so surprised, and I was like. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I get music. I can, I appreciate things. Damn it. Um, But yeah, I need to, I think I need to like get into it. And I think also it's um, a very, um, an American sound. Yes. Like it is what American music is, you know, and like the culmination of, you know, that, that rock and roll that the Beatles were essentially Mm -hmm. taking from from all these other people and all these other influences and like the South and then like making it like this North, like the, the Northeast. The Northeast like, man's got some it's, great music. It's got scene. some good, it has a good music scene. Like, you know, and, and I think part of it is because of, of that culture in Jersey, like the turnpike and like dealing with the cold weather and all those things versus something that you would hear in California or something that you would hear down South or, or whatever, or even in like Seattle or something like that. I think he really encapsulates, 
Is that the word? Encapsulates. Encapsulates. Oh my God, you guys. It's okay. The way way you're comparing that. When you think about, like when I'm thinking about, like for instance, like California, the Beach Boys. Yeah, totally. Like California, you know, the weather's nice. It doesn't snow. You don't have ice and slush to deal with. So it's one type of vibe. Yeah. Seattle. That whole, that, that just sounds angry. Maybe because yeah. it rains all the time. Yeah, I, I, I'd probably be pretty yeah. miserable and suicidal if I lived For in sure. rain all the time. Yeah. But with Bruce Springsteen, when he th- sings about down the sh- down the shore, which is so Jersey, because if you mm. live it in New, if you live in New Jersey, or have ever lived in New Jersey. For most people, going to the shore is down. So it's yeah. down the shore. Yeah. Everything's all right. Oh, in fact, I'm I'm quoting Tom Waits' Jersey Girl, and, and which is not a Bruce Springsteen original, though it was it's a very famous cover of his. Mm. But like we know what that means. And I think also because you know, like I said, you deal with the winter, you deal with just being in this you know, the tri-state area. So when summer would come, it's like the shore, the yeah. beach, the sun. It was just such a feeling. Because yeah. it's not something that we have all the time, like you guys have for the most part yeah. out here. And it's also, I think like he definitely speaks speaks to um this blue collar lifestyle and that's so it it, that's tri-state area that's like Mm -hmm. so many people coming and and immigrating to america and and being blue collar and and working really hard and enjoying their summertime and like um you know what i mean like just being just trying to be a good person and make your way and take care of your family and take care of your family and family being very important and like the struggle being real. I think that he really speaks to that. And I think he came out of that, Yeah, you know, that um, American you dream should, idea. You mm-hmm. should listen to Greetings from Asbury I'm Park. excited about There's it. There's the, the ones, one of the songs, um, it's called Sandy, 4th of July, Asbury Park. The Hollies covered it, an English group. And I've heard that version many times. And I didn't know at first that it was a Bruce Springsteen original. But it's so, um, oh, it's great. It's a great yeah. song. You just have to, like, you, you could read the lyrics, listen to the song. It just gets you right there. I love that. I'm, like, yeah. really excited. I, I love Bruce Springsteen. I think the first Bruce Springsteen that you, uh, that got me onto it was when we played, when you played The River for me. Oh, yeah. Because that song, the the end song on Bruce Springsteen's The River, which is also titled The River, is, like, the most heartbreaking song. <laughs> it's about this guy. Oh, Wreck on the Highway. You're talking about the last song. Or no, no, no. Oh, I'm talking about The River. Oh, The actual song, okay, The River. But right. Wreck on the Highway is the last song. Right, right, right. The River, um... The ri- where is the river on here? Where's the river on the river? Oh my gosh! It has to be on there. It is. It's I would. I would really hope. And that would be poor planning on Jackie, his part. It's got to be on here. I don't have. I don't have glasses on, so I can't. <laughs> okay. I can't see it. I'm. I just wanted to like. But pause the river's and, on there. That's I'm, why it's called the river. I'm very much great, enjoying there it. Is, there it is. There it is. It's what? on. It's on side two of of, of album one. Okay. Good uh, for him. For taking the title track also and not having it be the first There you track. go. Like, way to go. Second, like, make them flip that record. Make them flip that <laughs> make record. Make them wait for that shit. There you um, go. But that song is so sad. It's about this guy in Jersey who knocks up his girlfriend and, like, his family wants him to get a factory job so he can, like, you know, do well, the stuff. But did. we're just going to go down to the reservoir and, like, where everything will be okay. Even Aww. though this horrible thing is happening to us. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, it's just a very... The way he just did lyrics. I just got chills. It, it's a great song. You, you really, yeah. Amanda, you got to you got to work through it. the you got to work through his catalog. So I we, will. We I'm talked excited. about we talked about Bruce for a bit. I know there's a bunch of other bands that that you were talking about. We talked yeah. about the Dead. We talked about Graham Parsons. Talked about Bruce Springsteen. You'd you mentioned Leonard about- Skinner. What else would you like you to? You want to talk about other 
people I saw live. Oh, yes, I would love I to do. know that. She, one I remember is that you saw Queen, but you, oh, yeah. you saw them open for Mott the Hoople. Mott the Hoople and Queen at the Eurus Theater on Broadway. Yeah. 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 That was terrific. That so was a little awesome. broad off. It was a little broad off Broadway theater and it was uh, Queen and Mott the Hoople. And Queen opened for Mott the Hoople. And it's like, and who it the like, hell wow. knows who Mott the Hoople is? Oh, they were great. Yeah, who is? Yeah, great. I don't know they them. Were... So I do know Queen, however. Um, is there any, like, um, songs that you could mention that maybe would ring a bell for well, Queen or Mott the Hoople? Oh, gosh. You, I, Kelly I, Queen. I have, mm-hmm. al- I have their albums. Uh, All the Young Dudes. All the Young Dudes. Did you dudes. ever hear this song, All the Young Dudes? No. Oh, it's a great song. I'm going to have to go through this and entire I, I podcast think, and, and I, make a and list. And I might be wrong. I think... David Bowie <laughs> might have written all the young dudes. Oh, really? That, I love, I love and, Bowie. Um, yeah. But um, Mata Hoopa was good. Um, but it was like really where Queen opened for them. And then Queen became so huge. So that That's was a so great funny. concert. Awesome. Um, who else did I see? Stevie Ray Vaughan in Double Trouble. I yeah. saw very up close at a, at a club in New Jersey. He was fantastic. Stevie Ray Vaughan is like the best guitarist <sighs> probably of all time. Oh, it was, it was a great show. And um, saw the Allman Brothers a bunch of times. Yeah, how'd you like them? Very much, very yeah. much. There was one that I remember seeing the Almond Brothers. We used to go to this place in Jersey City called Rose. It was Roosevelt Stadium. It was an old, old baseball stadium, and they used it for concerts in the seventies. And it seemed like it was so hard to get to if you didn't want to drive. And um, it seems like every time I went there. There was like a thunderstorm. There was lightning. There was a flood. There was always some type of <laughs> calamity. Um, but I remember seeing the Almond Brothers there when Greg Almond was married to Cher. Oh shit! I and didn't Cher even know they were married. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Oh, that was oh, like shit. that was quite like a shot. It was like it was like you know two different species merging. <laughs> yeah, so really? I remember being at this concert and Greg is sitting at the piano playing, getting ready to play Midnight Rider, which was like a big song that everybody loved. And Cher comes out to duet with him. People lost it. If they had tomatoes to throw, they would have. Poor Cher. Really? Poor Cher. I know. Cher? Um, oh, but it was God. like people could be kind of. Well, no, I don't think they're as unforgiving as as people are now. Um, but okay, we saw the Almond Brothers a bunch of times, the Marshall Tucker band, the Outlaws. You like got out. I'm like we did. impressed. We had a lot. Well, also, we didn't have access to music like you guys do. Um, you had you had the rate you had when we were kids, you had AM radio, then you had FM radio. And then you had um, records that you stole from people's houses. People <laughs> records that people stole, yeah, from other people's houses. And um, we had like limited television show. Oh yeah, like like I remember seeing the Beatles on Ed Sullivan when I was yeah. a kid, and a lot of other acts on Ed Sullivan. Um, there was a show that came on when I was a teenager called The Midnight Special. It used to be on 11.30 on Friday nights. I've heard of that. And it used to be live performances. And then when Saturday Night Live started in 1975, having live musical performances was, you know, it was like, oh, people used to actually like go to a television on Saturday night so they could watch the show and then see who's ever performing perform because you didn't have videos and things and you couldn't just bring up, Oh, I feel like hearing this and go find it on the internet and play it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You had to go, you had to put in the effort. You did. You did. And it's not like you could YouTube a, a, a concert. Mm-hmm. No. You know what I mean? 
or that you didn't i that's you can youtube any concert that you've been to now so question for you then because people didn't have cell phones at concerts how were people obnoxious at concerts (laughs) when you went how were people obnoxious because i think they really weren't (laughs) I was like, when we take me back, they <laughs> really God. were. People were all there because, like, they usually because they shared an you know the, like an interest in the performers, um, and it was different. Like, you could pretty much trust people your own age yeah. when you were somewhere. If somebody was like really drunk, or if somebody was really high and doing something stupid, people. I'm sure it happened, but I didn't see it a lot where people took advantage of other people. People mm. would try to help one another. And some concerts were just god awful, like, like the Grateful Dead concerts. It was like, why are we here? Was we're it in a just field. Crazy? We're in a packed field. We can't see the stage. All we see are speaker towers. It's a hundred degrees. There's no shade. There's nothing to drink. And we were so stupid that we brought beer and wine, which is now warm. Yeah. <laughs> and we are sunburned and we're crispy and the dead's not even going to come on until it gets dark. What are we doing here? Uh, you know, but we used yeah. to do stuff like that because there was a way to be around other other kids, quote unquote, and to hear, you know, bands. But they would be like all day affairs and they yeah. would be like, Ugh. and it didn't cost an arm and a leg like it does for you guys like to go places, hundreds of dollars. No, but, um, but these stadium shows left a lot to be desired. I, th- I remember you saying that before. I remember you saying that to me about dead shows. Were there any other stadium shows that you can remember that were like, eh, I could do without it? I went to Philadelphia to JFK Stadium or RFK Stadium in Philadelphia. It was like, you, you would have these shows in the summertime and there'd be thunderstorms and then there'd be lightning. Sometimes the lightning would hit the stage and people would be like, oh, damn, the concert's going to be cut short. Oh, I'm going to have to... It would be more like an inconvenience, or yeah. sometimes you'd be at a show and it would it, you get a thunderstorm, or you'd be grateful for it because you could cool off. Yeah, typical garb used to be cut off jeans and like for girls bikini tops. Yeah, that's how you went to a concert with flip flops. I was like, okay, let it rain. You're so cool. No, you're no, like no, so no. cool. I, just, I don't know. I was man. typical. I, I think you're. S- Typical. Typical, typical. Are there any other live performances that you can remember? Because I know you used to go to the Stone Pony too. Not, you know, I would go to the Stone Pony, but not as much as I would go to the Fast Lane, which was another club in Asbury Park. And Asbury Park used to be a mess. Uh, Yeah, it used to be a mess. But they had great shows. A lot of, we used to go see local bands. Yeah. A lot. You could go hear music almost every night of the week. And we used to just like, sometimes just go follow the bands. The Fast Lane was great. I don't know if you're familiar with this, the movie Eddie and the Cruisers. Did you ever see that? Uh, now, yeah, sounds familiar, but I don't know. The, the, the real band who recorded the soundtrack were called Beaver Brown. They used to play at the Fast Lane. They were, they were good. They were a really good band. Um, who else did we see at the fast lane? I, don't, I remember saw Joe Jackson in the audience once there. Oh, really? Um, you know who else we used to go see? Nancy and I used to go see Robert Gordon. Mm. Um, I have some of his albums. He's a rockabilly mm-hmm. guy. He was just playing in Manhattan. I saw um, posters for him right before Christmas. I was like, oh gosh. Um, that's wild. Yeah, people are still around. What you are know? you speaking of still around? What are you listening to now? What are like things that are getting you excited in music? Um, you're talking about current like, new yeah, people, current or like or what, what are you listening what are, to you now? Know what? Okay, you know? well, I was telling Jackie this of 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 people that are you know younger people that are 
currently popular. I think Bruno Mars is great. I enjoy Bruno Mars. I totally dig Bruno Mars. And Pink. <laughs> yeah? And Pink. She yes. actually, to tell you, okay, so Pink's I went to go, P- Pink's great, and I actually sent you a text message when this happened. I went to go see Billy Joel mm-hmm. um, a couple of months ago. At Madison Square Garden? Um, no, he came here. It was oh, at Dodger oh. Stadium, and oh, wow. me and Max were both jazz jazz to go we were like we're gonna do it and it cost an arm and a leg but i was like we're not gonna see him ever again we want to see this guy before he dies which sounds so terrible but it's true die. i'm like like you know i don't want to miss out um so we're we're watching and we're floored and it's a, an amazing concert and he's hitting all like the songs that i really really love and like even like some deep cuts that i was like Nobody knows this song or likes this song, and it didn't even get any. Well, he doesn't play. care. Like he Billy Joel's just like You're whatever. My home. Yeah. You are my home. Yeah. Right? Oh, I know all. That's them. Yeah. Yeah. a good. That's one. a great song. That's a great one. At your wedding. Oh, I should. You should. That's a good one. That's actually like his voice it's an is like your really wedding young. song. Yes, that is. That's a good mm-hmm. one. I might suggest that to Max. Um, my there's just a fantasy is one of my favorite Billy Joel songs, and he played it, and it was one of those moments. It starts so it's like. Billy Joel calling up some random chick in the middle mm-hmm. of the night to like talk dirty. Ooh. It's, which, and the music video is crazy. Yep. Please watch it. It is <laughs> so fucking weird. So I'll send, I, I, and I've always, I kind of stumbled upon this song like a, maybe a, like a year or two ago. And I'm like, yeah, I remember this song. I freaking love it. And then I listened to the lyrics. I'm like, oh, okay. It opens up with a dial, like him dialing the phone. Yes. So we're at this concert. This has nothing to do with pink. Anyway, this is another, <laughs> this is the obscure one. Okay. And the dial tone goes, and I'm the only one in Dodger <laughs> Stadium. I get up on my feet and I start screaming. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, shaking Max. And I'm like, oh my God. And he's like, oh, we're not ready for that song yet. And I'm like, what? And then he does another song. Oh, oh no. And then after that, he did it. And okay. I was beside him. No <laughs> one gave up. Premature, a- premature uh, freak out. I huh? like freaked out. I'm like, if he doesn't play it, I'm going to cry. So Aww. later on in the concert, all of a sudden he's like, and I'm going to bring out my friend Pink. And she sang oh. New York State of Mind oh, with him. Out, really? And it was so... That girl... She's amazing. Can yeah. sing... Oh, oh, oh. oh, my goodness. Oh. What is that? That was my phone. I'm so oh sorry. Oh, my God. What song is it, though? That was Grievous Angel. I was trying to bring <laughs> up my Pandora station so I could tell you what I'm listening to. Oh, I love it. You can still do that. But, I, but oh, how do I make it? How do I, I Don't worry it about off. it. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry about it. All right. But, yeah, Pink was so good. It was incredible. And I was like, oh, your girl's here. Pink's playing. I got Pink's misunderstood, misunderstood, which Ooh. was like her second album or her first album that came out in like 2001, 2002. That's when, that's let, let's get this party started was on it. But she has these great, she has a song, Going to California, that oh. was so good. She has a song called 18 Wheeler that's Going so to California? good. Yeah. Is that, Zeppelin. is that, that's the. Oh well, God. let's talk really quick about Led Zeppelin because Amanda. Is a huge Led Zeppelin. Loves oh, wow. Led Zeppelin. I almost went to a Led Zeppelin concert. You're killing me, Babs. <laughs> no, I didn't. I could not Jesus go because Christ. I got grounded and <gasps> I was not allowed to Do you go. remember why you got grounded? I went to a party where there were no parents. And you know how I got caught? How? Because the, the guy whose party it was had my phone number written on his kitchen wall. So when his parents came home and found out the house had been trashed and he was nowhere to be found. I was long home, by the way, because I had yeah. a curfew. Um, they called. They called my number and talked to my father. Uh-oh. So my mother and father 
like you're not going to the concert next oh my weekend. God. So I had a, I had a, I sold my ticket to somebody. Ugh. Had to sell. I think it was fifteen dollars. Oh my God. <laughs> You're killing me, Babs. You're killing me slowly. So I did not see Led Zeppelin at the garden. I hope you had the best time at that party. No. Ugh. No. It was like so stupid. It's like, oh it's like I wasn't even there for the trashing. You know, <laughs> I had gone home. I think I had to be home at 1030 and I was home at 1030. <laughs> and that was like, I think my parents just felt like, okay, we have to do something. We just can't let this slide. Oh, so, yeah. Because uh, so, you, you were total like rock 70s kid. Yes. And we, we like. Did, we, yeah. And like yeah. your parents just were like fifties, like they dealt you know, immigrant, like my children of immigrants. Were, well, my parents used to go. My parents were polka champs. That's true. Oh, I do love some sensible polka. Yeah, it's still fun. It brings them back. But uh, that was what they did as young people, you know. Yeah. So my stuff was completely my father. Oh my gosh, listening being in the car back in the day when you had to like commonly listen to a radio. Yeah. One of my most vivid recollection, recollections of my father. My mother was actually a little more, I was like, Ma, could, could I listen to some music? No, oh, okay. Or I said, could we listen to music with lyrics for a change? Because uh-huh. my mother would listen to this, you know. That's hilarious. Yes. Yeah. And then my, my father would be kind of okay, except... <laughs> Janis Joplin, me and Bobby McGee, we'd be listening to the radio, everything's going great. And I'd be like, oh shit, they're going to play, they're playing Janis Joplin, me and Bobby McGee. Then as soon as she'd start wailing, my father's like, okay, that's enough of that. Shit. Bang. And he'd hit the button and, you know. And it was polka all the way. Not home. even polka. Just like he would just get like, oh, I can't stand. It's like screaming women. My mom and doesn't it's like, like oh. her either. No, but that was always, there were certain songs. It'd be like, they start out, you know, like, okay, like your parents are going to be like, okay, they're not going to be paying attention. And then it's like, oh, it's going to kick in. And that's it for, that's it for listening to my music on the rest of this trip. So yeah, that used to happen. But your, your prom theme, which I think is hilarious. Stairway to heaven. I, I, I don't know. (laughs) Imagine that being a prom song. Yeah, it was. That's like the longest here's. And I was thinking about this because I'm really into Zeppelin. It's a good, it's like a, it's a great song. It's so long. I haven't listened to it in probably years because like, why? I've already like listened to it so much. I don't and think their I've catalog ever finished is so that song. Um, really? It's, what? I don't think I've ever it finished that song. Cut. Don't listen to the first like four minutes and then just wait to the end. If you haven't listened to the end, that's like the best part of I'll it. I'll put it on my, I'll, I'll do it today. Yeah. And there's your also. Your bucket list. Yeah. Put it on your bucket list. <laughs> I'll do some Bruce. You do some Zeppelin. Will do. And also, if you if you like um, heart, um, they did uh, the Kennedy Center. Uh, you know when they they present like a award. Uh, I think they did it uh, for Zeppelin or Robert Plant. I'm not sure. Um, I think Robert Plant was, got the Kennedy got the, Center the award. award. It was mm-hmm. him. She sing the the lead singer from Heart. Fucking kills it. And oh really? You watch him cry, like like physically, like well up, and she gets to sing Stairway to Heaven, and it is girl kills it that's awesome it's so cool. ann wilson yeah the, the dark hair yeah heavier mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> like how you said it oh you whispered like, yes. it into the microphone yeah. Yeah. i don't like to you don't want to shame no, okay. that's the only thing she said she was like i just don't want to disparage anyone when i come on your podcast so i was like you won't <laughs> no, I didn't know. no you um, killed it you're you're very positive 
but Zeppelin to you, you found you, we were talking a little bit more about this. It's not that you hate Zeppelin. No, I, I didn't it's, mind. It's them. just they were kind they of were played, played to constantly. Death. Oh, really? Constantly. See, I never had any you, opportunity. You weren't to a listen teenager in the seventies, yeah. Amanda. I was definitely not. It was like a, it was different. You know, it was new. I mean, it was good, but after a while, it was. I mean, like the, the first few records were very bluesy, and I mean, mm-hmm. like they they were great musicians. Robert Plant's vocals oh. as a young man were like wow, but it was like more like the guys were really I mean girls like Led Zeppelin too but yeah. it was really um the boys yeah and it was you know I, I liked I like to mix up my music I sure. always did and it was like but there were people be like oh play some Zeppelin just like um <laughs> you know or that was like, only me in high school was I was you. the only person who was like I have another one. I have another. When I when I first went away to college, I went away to college as a junior, my third year, Um, because, you know, county college was only two years. So you had to move on. So I went my third year and I didn't know anybody. So I dormed. But the door, they weren't real dorms. They were apartments. But I was put in with three freshmen. Yeah. So not not which that in itself wasn't bad, but one of them was a big Joni Mitchell fan. Oh, I love and Joni. I, oh, God. you don't like her? Oh, they'd be, it's fair. My, it's my, fair. my line used to be, "What does everybody want to hear?" I'd be like, "Anything but Joni Mitchell." That's hilarious. <laughs> Who's Larry? <laughs> Who's Larry? Oh, I said it's hilarious. Oh, hilarious. Because I, uh, I love, you know, Joni Mitchell and Larry. But because this person just like obsessed <laughs> over Joni Mitchell. And I was just like, I can't take it anymore. Here's the thing about Joni Mitchell. Either I'm, I love that song, whatever song it is, or it is the worst song ever. Um, like, I don't like either. I'm like, oh, I love, I love. California, or I love oh, Carrie, so or I, I love take this. California. That oh, used to just, like, uh, just send me right out the it. door. I freaking love it. Park. I could deal with parking lot. Yeah, that's a fun one. <laughs> it was. Fun. There's like a couple of fun ones that she has, and like whatever. But like, if if I don't like the song, it is. It's it's not like oh, I'll listen to it. It's either I love this song or mm-hmm. I turn it off. So I get it. I get it because no, if but, you could feel that way about has all of it, an amazing voice. It yeah. just wasn't my taste. Totally, you're so and nice. You could say no, you but don't no, it's just, like it's just um, but, <laughs> but it's like she. I mean, but she can sing like wow. Yeah. Well, um, now she's like it's it's a bummer. We have 15 minutes left. I want to get ah, into the IRL, yes. but I do want I don't I do want to tell I want you to share your Freebird joke, which Please. you told me when oh, I was a teenager. When we used not even a teenager. I was already old enough to be going to the bars. So I said we used to go to the bars. That was like 18, right? You could drink. You could you- go in at 18. Yeah, legally you could go in at 18. Nice. But like in my 20s, it was like we would go like all the time to hear music. You know, you could hear local people, you could hear headliners, you could hear like middle of the road people. And, but I used to go to a lot of places where they played like country folk, you know, that type of with rock mix, you know, and, but every band played Freebird, <laughs> Amy and Amy. Rocky Top. Rocky Top. Oh, Rocky, Rocky Top. Top is, um, is a folk song. And it, it's, but like bands used to cover it, yeah. but, it, but after you, you go places all up and down New Jersey and everybody's playing those three songs. I, oh. I told Jackie, I had, what do I said? I wish Amy would climb on Freebird and fly off Rocky Top. <laughs> um, I get where Jackie but I, but gets But they're humor. all good, but they're all, yeah, but they're good songs. But it's just like when you, you tend to hear when the same stuff when you, yeah. yeah, when anything is overplayed, it, it, it just becomes like, you know, you know just pain. Painful. 
Speaking yeah. of, let's go right into our GPIRL. So we each chose a th- a three songs that we'll play now, and I think we should do our reactions to them. Yeah. So uh, do we want to have... Let's start with, let's start let's with start my with- mom's song. The okay. well, well, which, which songs one? do we choose? Where were they? Um, I have a playlist for us. Yay! Um, so we have um, uh, Thunder Road. Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Thunder Road's so okay. good. Shall we listen to that? What are the first? three options? Um, we have um, Thunder Road. Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. was your mom's choice. Your choice was uh, Brand New Heartache from Gra- Graham Parsons. Parsons. Um, and mine, I had like a few because I couldn't decide. Let's do Thunder like, Road yeah. because that song is just so good. It is a good entry. But if you can play into- a little bit of Brand New Heartache too, that's like something that if anyone listening to this podcast likes that kind of music and has never heard Graham Parsons and we'll Emily Harris play it next, harmonize sure. together. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Worth, I never it heard is, it. It's there so you go. Good. Okay, but- All right. Let's do Thunder Road. Thunder Road. Do you want to introduce it? No, you can do it. Oh, but you have a, okay. All right. It's I'll just, it's a one. great song. And it's it just so always good. makes me feel good when I hear it. I love it. So this is Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen. It just starts off so good. It does. Working class man. I know. It's just so good. And you know what I love about like old songs like this is how they start nice and then they just pick up. Oh, that piano is great. Screen door slams, Mary's dress waves. Like a vision, she dances across the porch as the radio plays. Roy Orbison singing for the lonely. Hey, that's me and I want you only. Don't turn me home again, I just can't face myself. Inside, darling, you know just what I'm here for So you're scared and you're thinking that maybe we ain't that young anymore Show a little faith, there's magic in the night You ain't a beauty, but hey, you're alright Love that line, I do too <laughs> That's hilarious <laughs> Somehow, hey, what else can we do now? Except roll down. 
This is the song you want a guy to sing to you. like a year and a half, maybe like a year and a half ago. Almost two years. No, I was in California still. I was engaged. So it was, it was like a year and a half ago. You know what? It'll be, yes, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Cause it was in September and they had a Bruce Spring cover band and my mom and I had a great I time. I remember you telling me I about was like, that. I was like, I had a couple drinks prancing like a couple of jackasses. I bet you it oh was my the God, best. But it was so much fun. Oh, this yeah. was the after party. This was the after, after the party. wedding. Yeah. And our, my dad was like, you guys uh, look like you had, I was like, I had a blast. Don't shame me for having fun. Yeah. yeah. Good for yeah, you it was guys. A good, it was a Bruce Springsteen <laughs> cover band. So they were very good. Yeah, oh we had God. so much fun. As if somebody took video of us, I'm like, oh gosh. Oh, we were just jumping up and down. I don't like, care. I know. I don't care either. Um, so let's play. Uh, that song is just so good. That's just that such a such good. You know good song. what? And I'm excited the, to listen to that it. and American Girl, Tom Petty. Those are like. Oh, oh okay. I have that. I listen to that all oh, the time. I'm a, a huge song. Tom Petty. That's a great song. Fan. I'm yes. a huge Tom Petty fan, and I was like super bummed out. I know. That's so sad. Um. So, would you like to announce your song? So, my song is Grand Parsons. Um, what's Sleepless Nights, which is off the album that we referenced earlier? Well, it's actually the the, Grand, the Flying Burrito Brothers. Grand Sleep- Parsons and the Flying Burrito Brothers. Sleepless Nights, mm-hmm. called Brand New Heartache with uh, Emmy Lou Harris. Correct. It's country. Sorry, I love it. But I love country. It's my almost country. A guy moved into town. He sounds so much like George Harrison to I me. Seen you. Guitar. I Why love a slide guitar. Why can't I trust in you? Why? 
sounds great. What a great voice. She's so good. She does have an amazing voice. Long career. She's done a lot of great stuff. I just love that song. I think that's a great breakup song. You talked about Grant Parsons for so long when I was a kid, and it wasn't until I, I inherited your your uh, your uh, impressive vinyl. Colli- vinyl collection that I first really gave it a listen, and it was really good. So why don't we play your songs? I wanted you sure, three. sure. What'd you pick? Um, so I I uh, it was really hard for me to pick something because I like every like I've just this is the genre I love so much. Um, but I picked a Zeppelin song. Surprise. A surprise. <laughs> um, so I picked uh, Going to California by oh, Led yeah. Zeppelin. My mom, great. she said this was one of her favorite Cal- uh, Zeppelin songs. It's, 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 and here's the thing. I know a lot of people who um, either don't like Zeppelin or don't know a lot of mm-hmm. Zeppelin. Like they weren't, they weren't introduced to them. And I think this song is a great song. It's a great, great song. It's mm-hmm. a great, it's like, it's not cashmere. <laughs> you it's know what I mean? All right. So let's do it. I have that album too. You do? Well, yeah, you do. I do. You yes. Do. yes. Spend my days with a woman unkind. Smoke my stuff and drink. Oh my. Uh, you just love his voice so much. It's really good. This is what I was listening to in the It's a good choice. Going to California with an aching in my heart. Someone told me there's a girl out there with love in her eyes and flowers in her hair. That's actually a reference to Johnny Mitchell. From really? Italy. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> or it could have been a reference yeah. to a lot of girls yeah. at that time. There's a Calif- lot of ladies. Who came to California. Yeah. yeah. Took my chances on a big jet plane. Never let them tell you that we're all, all the same. Red and the sky was gray. What it had tomorrow could ever follow today. And this song on this album is such a good palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. The canyon started tremble and shake. The children of the sun begin to wait. Watch out.
queen without a king They say she plays guitar and cries and sings La 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 Ride a white mare in the footsteps of doom Trying to find a woman who's never, never, never been born Standing on the hill in the mountain of dreams Telling myself it's not as hard, hard, hard as it seems Was this on your, like, go move into California playlist? It's it was been, on mine. It's, yeah, for sure. For that sure. and California Dream at by yep. Thomas and Poppins. Also an excellent song. Mm-hmm. That was written on an airplane. Was it? Mm-hmm. I know so many random, random facts about random It's good shit. to know random facts this is actually, um, this song is, I, I love this song so much, but I would have to say probably my all-time favorite Zeppelin song in general is kind of embarrassing to Which admit. one is that? It's uh, Battle of Evermore. It's still on this album, and it has a mandolin in it, and it gets crazy, and it's very, um, it, it, it's, um, it's very Lord of the Rings. And it's well, yeah, the Lord very, of the Rings very much influenced them. Oh, yeah. They mention it, like, all of the time. Right, like, Lord of the Rings is the best. Yeah, it's a really it's good the best. book. It's a really good book. They're really into it. Do you have Amazon Prime? Um, I don't, but I have uh, Spotify. If, well, if you get um, if you ever have an opportunity, on Amazon Prime, there are two documentaries about Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah? I watched one last night when I couldn't sleep. They're so <laughs> articulate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, they're interviewing them when, you know, in their 20s, when they're just getting started. And oh, it's like, wow. oh my gosh, like they're just like vocabularies. That's just, the thing. I've never but, really watched a lot of interviews with them. I've only just listened to their music. I don't know. I don't I'll ever tell you, watching sit and these to interviews, them like, like interview these documentaries about all sorts of musicians and bands that I'm finding on Amazon Prime, a little bit on Netflix. <laughs> they're really interesting. Prime. Yeah. They're really interesting. <laughs> you find out a lot about people's backstories, their influences, yeah. um, all sorts of things. So, yeah, so if you ever get that chance, Led Zeppelin's on there. I'll have to do it. There's actually a documentary I just watched recently that's on Netflix um, that I feel like both of you would enjoy. I'm not sure if you do you like the White Stripes? Yeah. Okay. I like Jack White a lot. Jack, Jack White, White actually produced Loretta Lynn's yes. most recent album mm-hmm. and uh, it was amazing. I love Jack White. I'm not uh, like Jack White's with him. great. I love him. They have a um it's Jack White, mm-hmm. um, the edge from U2, mm-hmm. and um uh Zeppelin's guitar player um, Jimmy, Jimmy Page, Page. Mm-hmm. what's the name of it and I don't remember but it's on Netflix it's on Netflix okay. and it's three of them and it's amazing well, that, sounds, so, that sounds really interesting it's great so you have you have uh you know you have Jimmy Page who's like the grandfather of guitar licks and like crazy stuff then you have the edge who had like U2 has such a specific mm-hmm. sound and like earlier U2 was like really badass and like amazing and um he's really into like the technical toys yes. of, of it mm-hmm. and then you have um uh uh oh my god what's his name white jack white, jack white who is opposed to all and any um any synthesizers or anything he wants his stuff to be as raw as humanly possible and he's really influenced like by blues and like very early on blues where it's like just a guitar and like someone stamping their foot. So it's interesting to see all these three men come together. And there's a one point where Jimmy Page is playing cashmere and, and to see both of their faces watching him play, you could see their excitement, they're fans. but they're trying to be cool. They're like, uh-huh. Yeah, that's totally awesome. No. Yeah. Great. Great. But you see like these guitar gods, 
being little kids. Jack yeah. White. It's amazing. Jack White is like, <clears throat> is definitely like our generation's, I feel like, big influencer. Because I think he, Ugh. like, there's stuff he's done that I'm like, eh, about, but like all, but like he's just, he's his, raw talent. His, he, his, his stuff um, away from the white stripes specifically, I think is, um, is, is such a good throwback and like he it, it's just it's it's excellent the white stripes are great um but and also like keeping it really simple like that's his whole philosophy but his 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 newer stuff right now like the things that he's coming out with right now is is mind mind blown it's really good stuff we have to end we have to end this is honestly i have to say this has been so enjoyable. Thank I'm you. so Mom, pleased that I this, enjoyed this too. I'm so glad you were here. I'm so glad that this is our 52nd episode. I, I think know. this is such a beautiful celebration of like an entire year of working with your daughter has been a freaking delight. Aww. But also, you like, too, Chrissy. I love your daughter too. Yeah. Oh, hey, Chrissy. She's like, oh, do I get to come on? I'm like, oh, that'll be a very different experience and very fun. But just thank you for coming on. This oh, was really enjoyable. Welcome. And thank you for to Sammy, Sammy for making this possible. I know, Sammy. Fucking Sammy. Sammy's been uh, yeah. pulling. I don't, we don't even know through. how. Yeah. Yeah. Something cool. This was gonna a happen. lot of fun. This is thank great. You. Thanks for coming on, oh, Mom. You're welcome. Thank Thanks you so for much. having me. Campfire.